Hey everyone, I'm Sophia Jones of Royal Occasions Inc. and welcome to season two of the Wedding and Beyond podcast. Today we will be catching up with Stephen and Brittany Gaskins, our very first guests from season one, to get an update on married life and how they're dealing with being in quarantine during the COVID-19 pandemic. So without further ado, welcome Stephen and Brittany. How are you guys doing? Great, how are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> this is kind of different, isn't it? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. So how's it been? How is it? How have you guys been coping with um, COVID-19, being in quarantine, you know, no, working from soon, home? Soon as I make bail, I'm <laughs> all the places. <laughs> soon as they let me out. Why are you going to jail? Why you got to make bail? Because we locked up right now. <laughs> as soon as I get out. I well, it should be soon for us. It should be soon for Broward is what they are saying, well, right? I'm going to be at places and I don't even know why I'm there. <laughs> Just to get out. Just to get out. Have you really been observing quarantine though? Like how you, have you guys been staying at home and social distancing and all of that? For the most part, only yeah. people we've seen is family. Uh, and that's, that's about it. Uh, we've been staying home. The only places we go to is the grocery store or anything like that. Uh, or to our parents' or house. to our parents' house, but that's that's about it. That's good. And everybody in the family is good. Everybody's yep. been healthy and staying safe. Yep. Awesome. That's awesome. But I'm sure it's testing your marriage more than you ever thought it could, Ooh. right? Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> interesting because like you know you scroll on social media and they have all these memes right you know checking on the married couples how y'all doing in quarantine but it hasn't been that way for us you know it's been pretty good like the first month we were in quarantine it was like very stressful because it you know we wasn't used to it. we're used to right. going out things but we just started putting our heads together and figuring out things to do now we cook more together that's know, good Prior to the quarantine, you know, we have our new daughter. So we have a 19-year-old staying with us. So oh. that's the one with that. So it's been good for us. I mean, we do have those days where it's like, okay, you're in my space. You know, so he'll go in the room. I'm in the living room. But other than that, it's been pretty good for us. It hasn't been stressful. Well, that's good. That's good. So, and you're both working from home, right? Yeah. Right. So how does, how does, how do you balance... You know, it's it's one thing when you have to go to an office, right, and then come home because you can leave the office and come home. But have you guys been able to separate work when it's five o'clock or whatever time you stop working and just concentrate on on you guys, on married life, being husband yeah. and wife, or, or or does it not make a big difference for you? Well, with the work that I do, it's pretty flexible, so I'm able to like stop in between my day. You know, to if it, I need to tend to something that's personal or, mm -hmm. you know, if it's like I need a moment and it's like, OK, hey, I'm taking a lunch break. Let's go for a bike ride. So it's been really good for me. Like I'm actually enjoying working from home. Good. I feel like it's better for me now because I work in Miami and I work 11 to 7. So I'm normally out of the house by nine and I'm getting home, you know, eight and nine. So we really didn't have that time to spend together with me traveling two hours right. back so it's been better for me now since I've been home. Uh, me being a creative, my life is on a computer all the time. So it's um, not very much of a change for me because, you know, we all, I've already been at home um, 
my office is already was already at home. Right. Uh, it's not much of a change. Like I say, the only change is like being in the same space. Like um, if she's trying to work in the room while I'm trying to work, because her job has to do with you know a lot of conference calls and stuff like that. Sometimes that can get distracting. But uh, other than other than that, it's 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 been pretty good. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, it sounds like you guys have adjusted to it really well, you know, and um, so that's a good thing. But, you know, it's been two years. You guys just celebrated your second anniversary. Yes. Yeah. Right. Can you believe it's been two years already? <laughs> I'm sure that was different celebrating at home. Probably a lot different than you would have planned to have celebrated your second anniversary. I believe it was just more relaxed. We relaxed more. We took off time and just laid in the bed, watching TV, eating. Mm -hmm. You know, that's been my new hobby, eating. <laughs> I think a lot of people has that, have that hobby after this. We're all going to need the gym when this is done. I eat six times a day, but it sure is a healthy food. But, but uh, yeah, we just made it a relaxed day. We chilled out for the yeah, I had a really stressful day the day before our mm -hmm. anniversary with work because I was on call. So on our anniversary day, I just, we had breakfast and I said, the best gift for me is to sleep. I just want to sleep the rest of the day. And oh, that's, that's why I, I relaxed. I woke up, had something to eat, got back in the bed. Like I literally stayed in the bed the whole day and that was great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I spent your anniversary reliving some of the <laughs> memories on um, through your pictures like that was the party of all parties i'm sorry that everybody still talks about that party so let's just go back to that day you know hindsight being 2020 is there anything that you guys would have changed about that day at all two years later looking back he probably would have wanted me to be on time. Oh, I'm time. sure he would have wanted that. that was, <laughs> I wanted you to be on time. <laughs> that probably would have been. And it's so crazy because leading up to the wedding, that's what I ha I have like terrible nightmares about me being late. Mm -hmm. Like I so badly wanted to be on time. And I thought we were going to be on time to let, you know. Things happen, right? Things Life happen. happens. Yeah. <laughs> But other than that, I think, you know, that day was, it was not think I, it was a great day. The weather ended up being perfect. We were threatened with weather earlier in the day. Um, your guests had a great time. You guys married the loves of your lives. <laughs> <laughs> so it turned out to be a great day and as perfect as it perfect can be. Brittany, you and I had this conversation the other day about all of the couples that were planning to be married, say, since March through now, you know, even into summer. And they're having to either alter their wedding day, you know, postpone their weddings. Some people have canceled. So with that in mind, can you could you guys imagine having to plan your wedding now? I couldn't. No, I couldn't. Like, that was one of the biggest days of our lives. Like, I look forward to that day. And, like, my heart just goes out to everyone, you know, that's in that process now that has to reschedule, cancel. Like, I couldn't imagine. Like, I was talking to, like, you said we were talking about it. And I don't know what decision I would have, you know, I would have had 
in my discussion with Stephen, I don't know if I would have been okay with, you know, going to the courthouse. And I know it's about our love and our union, but you know, for so long you plan, like we literally planned our wedding for a whole year for the time to come. And it's like, uh, yeah. And I understand it's out of our control with the COVID-19 and everything. And then you risk family members traveling and everything, but I just don't know. But I would have been completely devastated, like devastated. And I'm sure there's there, there are a lot of brides right now that are somewhat devastated. But like I said to you, and at the end of the day, if you if if being married is most important to mm-hmm. you, then there's a way to go about it and still have that marriage ceremony now, making it special and maybe leave the party for a little bit later. You know, so there are different ways people are doing it. I mm-hmm. must say during this um this time it's the creativity <laughs> that's out there on you know virtual weddings parties graduations you know drive by baby showers all of that stuff it's but it makes us i think appreciate the ones that we have in our life i think that's what we should all be doing honestly it's like it makes us prioritize what's m- most important the things that are most important and um make sure that we express our love and care for our loved ones on a daily basis because tomorrow's not promised to any of us you know so i know i know this thing is always you know uh when things happen that you know just give it time it'll get better yeah but you know honestly you know it's devastating what's you know not being able to do that right now yeah but two months when you don't have that wedding bill yes It's going to make everything a little A little better. (laughs) Okay, when we don't have that wedding bill. Yeah. You know, you can always celebrate. I think we should always celebrate. Every day that we're given, it's a day to celebrate. Every day that we're alive and healthy, it's a day to celebrate. But when we have milestones, you know, it's not just weddings that's being affected. It's baby showers. It's graduations. It's all that you know, celebrations are important. And when we have the opportunity to do it, no matter how big or small it is, I think we should take that opportunity and celebrate the loved, our loved ones and, and the life that we've been given and not wait. I don't think we should always wait for, to do something grand because it doesn't have to be. And I think that's what this time is proving to us that it doesn't always have to be grand and we celebrate the smallest, you know, the small moments. But I want to talk to you guys right now and segue into just talking about how the last two years have been as you guys have grown in your marriage and gotten to know each other and the adjustments and stuff that you guys have had to make as being a couple. You know, it's a lot different when you're single and you guys had never lived together. So you were coming together as one and actually living together for the first time. So over the last two years, what from free both of you, what do you what would you say was the biggest adjustment? Um, I would say for me is just allowing him to be who he is because a lot of times we have expectations for people, how we want them to move, how we want them to respond, but just giving him that freedom to be who he is, um, allow God to do the work in him. Um, and that's pretty much been the biggest adjustment for me. Like, cause a lot of times it's like, for instance, around the home, I have a certain way I want things to be done, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm always on top of him like, no, you did that wrong. Then he's going to be like, you know what? Then what's the purpose of me doing it? If right. you do it, you're going to tell me I did it wrong or it has to be the way that you want it to be. So just giving him that freedom to just be who he is and go about things that way. And for you, Stephen? 
Yeah, um, I think the first, you know, the beginning part of the first year, because of those changes of never living together and things like that was, you know, a bit challenging because, like you say, you have two people from two different walks of life coming together and it's like, boom, you guys live together now. Right. Uh, but I think we hit a stride to where we don't, it, it, you know, we get along much better now um, to where, you know, it's, it's not um, to where you're going to be mad at somebody for, you know, the rest of the day or two days or whatever, but they didn't do something the way you thought they should, should do. Um, I think we've, we've hit a good little stride to where, you know, we, we, we get along and appreciate each other and we're more understanding. So I think the biggest part for me is just now we have better understanding mm -hmm. uh, and we're able to, you know, coexist better. Um, with the personal things that we have, uh, you know, that we like, the personal things that we like, we're able to coexist a little better. How do you handle when you have disagreements? Like, what is your approach to reconciling or hand handling disagreements? Because I'm sure you've had that. <laughs> Especially well, man, I'm always the first to say sorry. <laughs> oh, is that true, Brittany? Yeah. Is he always the first to say sorry? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. It's more 50, like 95 <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm, I'm usually always the, um, you know we have a disagreement or something like that the, you know the Holy Spirit always messes with me I don't know if it's first but more enough to be like I don't care if you was right or wrong go say sorry or oh. you know try to you know have a conversation or, or do something and i'll be like no <laughs> she was wrong i ain't doing that like but you know i'm always giving in to be like okay let's let's try to resolve whatever the issue is Brittany, you don't like to say sorry that's not true <laughs> not, not, i'm uh, asking i'm asking it's true but that's not, not my truth oh <laughs> so what's your truth <laughs> 50 50 give and take 50 -50. yeah <laughs> has that been an adjustment though having to say you're sorry even though you feel you're not at fault yes yes it's because that's a that's a bigger picture thing because yeah. you know um you know when you're courting or dating or whatever you are um you get mad at somebody, you get aggravated with somebody, you can go home. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. You don't got to answer your phone and you don't got to deal <laughs> right. with this person for a little while until you're ready to deal with them. But when you're married, you got to sleep next to this person every day uh, and see this person all the time. So it's it's a, it's, uh, it's a big adjustment. And, you know, it, it's just better to get, you know, whether you're right or wrong, get that stuff out of the way early. You know, like if I would say, you don't go to sleep, uh, let, you know, go to bed angry. Go to bed right. angry. That, um, it's better to let that stuff go and, and, and try to reconcile as fast as possible because you live together. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to not talk forever? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. But speaking of courting, do you guys still like plan date nights? 
or did, did you, I mean, do you still do the things that you did before you got married? Like when you were trying can, to woo her. <laughs> yeah, I can say it slowed, it have slowed down some, and then especially with, you know, once work and bills and all other kind of stuff uh, jumped in that it has slowed, slowed down some, especially with this pandemic stuff. But uh, yeah, that's something we need to work on more, doing more uh, getting out because now we both be like, I'm staying home. Like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> tired. I feel like going, like, 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 get, you know, I like get dressed and go somewhere. Like, nah, like, put on a movie, cook some food, and we be done staying but home. That's still, that could be date night. You don't have to go out to have a date night. No. I don't think it's more so of the planning because we plan the things, but right. it's like, I'm just like, yeah, we just want to stay Like, oh, we going now? We finna go here? We going in here? The day come, we look at each other and we're like, nah, cause it's over. <laughs> but again, there's there's nothing wrong with staying home. You don't always have to go out, but you know, I. I think it's it's great for couples to not forget. I think that's when marriages start to be, get into trouble is when they forget the things that they used to do while they were dating. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, we get busy with life, but sometimes we still have to make that priority. Um, and you guys don't have kids yet, so it gets even harder when you have kids too, you know? We have a kid. <laughs> well, you have a big kid, right? A big kid, a big 19-year-old kid. kid. How has that been? How Has that changed your relationship in any way? I wouldn't say it changed our relationship, but it's I mean, she's fun. older. She's not a little child that you have to take care of on a regular, you know, every five minutes. But has that... <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm missing you jump something? Into, you jump straight into the, the teenage uh, issues. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's so funny, like, you know, just watching him and, and when he talks to her, like one time she missed curfew and he woke up like in the middle of the night and rushed to Walmart and put a chain on the door. And it's, it's just funny. Father Gaskins. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gives you a different perspective, does it? it yes. Does. It yeah. Does. yeah. 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 So over the last two years with you guys being together, coming together as one, do you set goals that are for the for you as a couple, for you as a family, or do you guys still work on individual, or do you still have individual goals? I think it's both because we both have careers, right? And so I have things that I want to do in my career. She has things that she want to do in her career, and then as a family, we have goals of hey, we're you know we're pressing toward. You know the next step for us is buying a house we're pressing toward you know working on you know things that we need to work on for buying the house the credits the the making sure that all our stuff is in order mm -hmm. and we can you know purchase a home so it's i i honestly believe it's it's both it's uh, both yeah I don't, I don't i don't think you should have just one i think having just one is is can be dangerous you know um if you don't have because you know, I used to tell Brenda all the time, find your hobby. You know, find find you something that you like. Because if you're only focused on one thing, then you have no relief from it. Mm -hmm. uh, times get hard, or when it gets overwhelming, or, or, or something like that. So you, I believe, you always need something personal 
that you can attach to as well. Okay. I think that's great advice. You agree, Brittany? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Is there anything now um, that you guys think back to or any advice you would give to somebody who's planning to be married? Something that you guys might have thought, wish you would have thought about before getting married? I think therapy is very important. And, you know, we did premarital counseling, but I wish we would have done it longer because like we said, we, we had to live with each other. Right. You know, a lot of things that most couples are doing now or have done, we didn't do it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so when we first moved in with each other, like our first couple of months of marriage were really hard mm -hmm. because it was like, you never live with each other. You don't know how the other person operates or move and you move in with each other. And it's like, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. I don't, mm -hmm. Who is this person? I don't know this person. Do you think that therapy though would have um, revealed some of that prior to living together? I think that marriage counseling should go a, a little bit deeper in everyday life mm -hmm. versus like, big ticket items like do you believe in hitting or like you know what i'm saying like big, right. like I, I think because it's it's the little like you know it's the little things that are different that causes the friction it's not so much of a big of a big issue it's right. the fact that you like clutter or <laughs> yeah like <laughs> you you want something done and right now at this second as soon as i say it and versus the person say okay i'll do it and they right. plan on you minute like that's that could be a big issue you know what i'm saying like yeah 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 i yeah it's true because i think even though to you or to the person it may be something small it doesn't matter it matters a lot to the other people and it creates a lot of tension right or to the other person and it creates a lot of tension and I think people don't realize too, sometimes just the way we're brought up, you know, it may not be anything different, but the way my mom raised me versus the way your parents mm -hmm. raised you, it, yeah. you know, culturally we may still have a lot in common, but that doesn't mean that there won't be some differences. But so that's, that's great. And that um, you guys think that more, more therapy or, would, would help, you know? And I, th I, I think I agree with you guys too. I, uh, any advice that you guys would give to newlyweds like yourselves? Just to be patient, to give it time, because you know you got to work out work out the kinks. And you know they, you know, uh, statistics show that that first year of marriage, a lot of marriages don't make it through the first year. Very and true. The reason is because of trying to, you know, bring two people together, and it just, you know, doesn't work because. You didn't prepare before enough for right. marriage. So to just give it time because it, it might seem like, why in the world did I marry this person? Mm -hmm. uh, like, I made a mistake. But, you know, it works itself out until it's like, oh, this is this is not easy. But, you know, I, I we got this. We can we, we can do this. We, we start You start to learn each other and, and, and be able to, you know, grow together better. Um, but in the beginning, it's, it's going to be a little rocky. Yeah. It's going to be it's a little difficult. Rocky. Yeah. And I would say just remember that you're a team. Like, 
you're that you both are working on the same team you're not working against each other a lot of times on like and people laugh at me because i delete my social media bring my social media back up but yes I just, you do <laughs> yeah. Listen, sometimes i just have it like i've had enough with social media just the memes and you know just the quotes and stuff mm -hmm. but you know a lot of times on social media you see things like oh um don't share your money with your husband or don't share your money right. with you. you should have joint accounts or this is mine this is hers oh and i just feel like once you join together you get married it's ours everything is ours we're, we're working together as a team we have one goal at the end of the day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's, yeah. All, it's all the same it's all the same money it's not my money, her money, or her money, my money, and there, it's all one goal. If you're working together as a team, it's all, it's all Because if you want to keep it separate, why did you get married? You know, what was the point? Yeah, yeah. You can't be like, did you pay your light bill? Like, if the lights go off, listen, we both in the dark. <laughs> no, I like that, and I agree with that. I think that's very true. That's great <laughs> advice. That's great advice. Well, before we go, is there anything else that you guys would want to share? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just want to say this. Sophia is amazing. Like, yes. throughout oh. our whole process, mm -hmm. she was my therapist. You know, I could call her. It doesn't matter what time it is. Like, I just want to thank you because you oh. definitely played a role in us making it down the aisle. <laughs> when he was getting on my nerves, when we was over there arguing about what color we were going to have the linen and <laughs> I sit here. It was an interesting process, but we got there. And I, I, you know what? I could see for me, I could see the love between the two of you. And I know um, as a planner, I know that sometimes the day or the marriage gets clouded by the details of the day. And I just didn't want you guys to really get bogged down on that because that was important, but it wasn't the most important thing for the day. It was, it was the know? most beautiful wedding I've ever been to. Oh. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> the details and all of the, the, the stuff that happened, mm -hmm. it was just like looking back at the pictures, a lot of it we didn't get the experience, uh, but we had to relive it through pictures and things like that. But it was, it was beautiful. It was really, really beautiful. You guys are so sweet. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys too. I really, really do. And I'm really happy that, you know, things are going great for you. And I know it's life is not perfect, right? But you guys, I think you have um, you, the idea of being a team. You guys have that. And I think that's what's important. And as long as you fight for your marriage and you fight for that team um, and have that team spirit, you guys will be just fine and keep grounded in your faith. That's utmost importance, right? <laughs> but thank you guys so much for agreeing to do this. We'll keep checking in with you as long as I'm doing this podcast. I'm going to keep checking in with you. Hey, milestones. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys continue to stay safe. I'm praying for you guys. I love you guys. And we'll talk later. Right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Wedding and Beyond podcast. For more advice on planning your wedding and preparing for a successful marriage, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you're listening. Follow us on Instagram at the Wedding and Beyond podcast and visit our website at royalocasionsinc.com. Until next time.